Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics DFS Rundown. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. And once again, I'm your host, John June. Uh, and this is the first edition. Welcome to the first edition of the DFS Rundown. Um, this is a uh, Sunday morning episode that I, I want to do. It's going to be a solo pod um, for, for at least for now. But it's something that I want to do to, uh, you know, go over some of my plays for for. Uh, DFS this week. Um, the intention was to, uh, you know, do DraftKings today as well. Uh, I did not have time to do that, unfortunately. Um, you know, I, I primarily played FanDuel over the years. I, I do play DraftKings, but, um, you know, I, I definitely uh, am, am wired to think uh, in more terms of FanDuel, in terms of pricing and, um, you know, the scoring, the scoring format, uh, and roster construction. So, um, you know, I will in the future, you know, be, uh, more prepared to talk about that on here. Uh, but just for today, uh, we're going to just go over, uh, you know, FanDuel and, and some of my favorite plays this week. Uh, so again, the basic premise of this weekly spot is to highlight some of my favorite DFS plays, um, on both FanDuel and DraftKings. Uh, I will give one cash game option as well as one uh, uh, one or two G- uh, GPP or uh, guaranteed price pool or what we call or just what you would know as a large field tournament option for each site. And so um, today I'm, I'm just going to go over FanDuel, but um, you know, you'll get one or two plays, and some of these plays that you can you can go ahead and use on DraftKings. Um, I will also give some of the top games I'm targeting, uh, as well as some of my favorite stacks. So uh, that being said, without further ado, let's let's get on t- with the uh, the breakdown. So FanDuel cash game at the quarterback position. I'm going with somebody that I, you know I've probably. All of 2019 played this guy in cash uh, almost every week, and that's Josh Allen. Um, you know the Buffalo Bills quarterback. He's obviously, if you listen to the show uh, the, yesterday, he was my start of the week. Um, and by the way, some of our favorite DFS plays come from the starts of the week. So keep that in mind when you're listening to those. But uh, Josh Allen, priced at 7,900, is a guy that I'm building. You know my lineups around. I pretty much always. Uh, play Josh Allen in cash because he's so affordable and he's a guy that has uh, that's at last year averaged almost 32 yards rushing uh, so obviously he's got a good floor there and when he throws for a touchdown and run for a touchdown uh, you get those blow up spots and he, he's done that 10 times in, in 28 career games uh, and some are predicting this to be a breakout season for Josh Allen uh, and you know, if that's true, I want to make sure I'm playing him in what could be his his last game at sub sub eight thousand on Fanduel. Um, from a GPP perspective, uh, now GPPs large field tournaments, right versus cash game. You know, you're trying to hit a home run here, um, but also because you are in in large uh, a large field with uh, potentially fifty thousand other entrants or or um, 
you know, if you're playing the Sunday Million, that's got over like two hundred thousand entrants. I don't even play that because um, your chances of ca- you're literally just playing the lottery at that point. But um, you know, I like to target single game GPPs. So like um, a, a, a contest that's maybe uh, ten thousand or six thousand people, uh, usually in the uh, you know, whatever you can afford, but I, I like to play something around uh, $10, $25 if I can. So, um, you know, playing in those single entry tournaments, it's better than playing in the multi entry tournaments, right? Because you don't have to, um, you don't have to uh, try to, you know, you're not going to, if you enter one lineup, you're not going to beat all these people that are entering, you know, let's say it's a, it's a max enter of 150 lineups. You're one lineup versus somebody that has 150 possible permutations that they could be putting out. Like your one lineup has to be perfect, right? Like you can't have anything go wrong that day. If you even want a chance of cashing out, uh, that's why I, I prefer single entry. It's my best shot against your best shot. Um, you know, who's done the most work, who's done the most research and who's most confident in their plays this week. So, um, again, you know, with GPP, you probably want to, you want to find a way to differentiate yourself because if you're all playing the same players, then you're going to be stuck. Um, you know, a difference between, you know, a one point, one or two points could be the difference between 10, 10 or 15 spots in a GPP. So you want to be able to try to differentiate your lineup, um, you know, find a way to, to be different from the field. So one of that, one of the ways to do that, the quarterback position is, is pay up. So Lamar Jackson, he's obviously an obvious answer here. Uh, he's nine thousand on on Fanduel, uh, but he gets to go up against a banged up Brown secondary. Uh, maybe people don't want to get up to that price uh, for Lamar Jackson, but you know, I don't see any reason not to play him, even in cash. Uh, you know, especially with with some of the free squares that we're getting this weekend, but um. You know, another sneaky play is Kyler Murray for me. And, you know, he's priced at 7700 He's going up against San Fran, but he averaged 25 points against him last year. Uh, and so people might not want to play him because he's he's kind of stacked in between Cam Newton, who's at 7300 and Josh Allen, who's at $7,900. Uh, and so you can go to Kyler Murray at 77 uh, and people might not be inclined to play him against this, you know, uh, "Quote unquote tough Niners defense." Not saying they're not they're not a good defense. They definitely are. But like I said, Kyler had success against them last year. Um, the secondary was not that great. He gets DeAndre Hopkins, so that's got to be added, uh, a, you know, a plus for him. And then also he brings that floor with his his rushing ability as well. So I think he's a great play this week. Um, and then in terms of cash game, uh, running back, you know. Um, Again, cash game, you're looking for something that's safe. Uh, nothing's ever a guarantee, but you want something safe. I usually am trying to pay up at running back. That's uh, usually what I'm what I'm doing in, in fantasy, right? So um, in FanDuel, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to pay up at the running back position, try to, you know, get some of this guaranteed, you know, volume because that's, that's what we need, volume uh, and touchdown opportunities. So... For me, I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs as my cash game running back. Again, another start of the week, but he's 8,200 over on FanDuel. He has a great matchup here against Carolina. And again, if the Raiders are telling the truth about Jacobs and his pass catching ability or his involvement, rather, 
uh, then this could be a huge game. So I'm building around Jacobs in, in both cash as well as GPP this week. Um, in terms of fan, uh, FanDuel GPP running back plays, uh, Christian McCaffrey, you know, obviously he's, he's you, you got to try to play him every week in a GPP if you can afford to, um, you know, depending on what, uh, what other pieces you can put around him. You know, FanDuel's priced him up, you know, pretty high. To because you know they want to deter you from playing him, but you know he's at he's he's gonna get you, um, you know he's always gonna be in that ballpark to get you thirty points. That's always in play with CMC. Um, so you know he's ten k on both sides. So actually you know you're getting a, a better deal on on Fanduel than you are on, on DraftKings because DraftKings um, the the, the uh, total salary is 50k as opposed to FanDuel at 60k. So uh, much, you know, you're, you, he's cost you less on FanDuel, and so it's possible to build around him and Jacobs. I've actually done it, and it's even possible to jam uh, Lamar into that lineup, especially again with the Miles Sanders news and Boston Scott being a viable play at 4700. Uh, you've also got Antonio Gibson at 4600, who I think is a nice leverage play on Boston Scott news, uh, but a bonus guy. At the running back position, in terms of a GGP, GPP play, is Marlon Mack. Uh, everyone wants to play Jonathan Taylor at 5400 because the price and the hype. But uh, Mack is the same. He's in the same game with the same matchup. Uh, he's actually a good player in his own right. So uh, you could be. He could be a nice leverage play on the field uh, in terms to people playing Jonathan Taylor if the Colts coaching staff has been telling the truth about Mack and. Uh, his workload as the number one guy. Um, uh, the next position is the wide receiver position. Uh, my cash game play at the wide receiver position, uh, Terry McLaurin for the Washington football team. Surprise, surprise, another start of the week for me. Uh, Terry's only 6,500, uh, and he's the number one target in an offense that is expected to run significantly more plays this year than they did last year and if if that pie gets larger and so terry who was already getting a, a large slice at, at a 25 percent target share uh his piece gets even bigger right so um you know the what the philadelphia defense was beatable last year people may be looking at you know darius slay coming over uh all the videos i've seen at camp you know, out of Philly, out of Philadelphia, with the Eagles wide receivers, uh, Deshaun Jackson, Jalen Rager having great camps, um, getting open in one on ones. Especially, I mean, one on ones is whatever, right? The defense is always at a disadvantage, um, but the amount of separation that they were getting from um, a player like Darius Slay, you know, just makes me think: What is Terry McLaurin going to do? And you've got an OC and Scott Turner who's coming over to, um, you know scheme this thing up this Washington football team offense use more pre-snap motion uh, move Terry McLaurin around so you know 6,500 I think this is a smash spot for Terry and a game where they're underdogs you know this just makes a ton of sense for to, to play uh, Terry McLaurin and then in terms of a GPP play I'm going with DJ Moore uh, he's 7,100 again he's in a smash spot against the Raiders here People might be afraid to play him because they're unsure of Teddy Bridgewater, but come on, y'all. This is not Kyle Allen who, uh, 
you know, DJ Moore performed with last year. So there's got to be some improvement there. He should eat up targets in a game where Carolina is trailing. And he should, you know, if he could get in the end zone against this this beatable Raiders pass defense, that's just even going to add to his day. So a 7,100 you know, high, a uh, high over under, you know, medium over under 48 and a half now. Um, so, you know, that's a wide receiver that I'm looking, I'm looking to get into my lineups uh, in terms of the tight end position, in terms of a cash game play, I'm going with Mark Andrews uh, this week. You're either paying up for Kittle at 8,000 or you're paying up for Mark Andrews at 7,400. Uh, Kittle is 8k. Obviously he's got that matchup against Arizona. Uh, but you, if you want to get $600 in savings, then you can go with, with Mark Andrews. He's going up against the Browns who did a terrible job stopping the tight end last year. Uh, and they're also having issues in the secondary as well. So, uh, Andrews had the great, uh, the great season, last year but he was only playing less than 45 percent of the snaps so with hayden hurst now in atlanta and no real additions at the tight end position uh for baltimore ravens expect andrews to play more snaps therefore lifting his numbers because he did have a 25 percent target share on those snaps um and then the gpp play that i've i've got this week at the tight end position tj hawkinson of the detroit lions uh, he's so low in price relative to you know the top guys at the position, um, you know Hunter Henry's six thousand. Uh, he's priced at the same price point as Hayden Hurst at fifty three hundred. Um, you know I I don't have an you know I don't I don't project ownership or anything, um, but you know just thinking off the public, I think the public would be more inclined to want to play, to want to play. Uh, Hayden Hurst over TJ Hawkinson you know we'll see if that turns out to be true but um, you know TJ Hawkinson he's in a good spot here with Galladay being out and sliding in as the probably a top two target here for Matthew Stafford Uh, he's supposedly 100% healthy from that ankle injury and at 5300 you know that again that allows you to leverage the field and, and allow you to to jam these studs in because uh, he ha- and he also brings again Hawkinson brings this tremendous upside at the tight end position, which a lot of tight ends uh, don't really have, you know. So um, he's somebody that I think, you know, obviously he's a start of the week for me. You know, I had to sneak another one in um, through you guys a curveball there, threw him in as a GPP play. But again, um, he's a guy here for me that I think at his price, he's he's worth his upside you know, outweighs the risk for me. So, um, in a fan, in terms of defense, special teams, yes, you're going to hear me talk about defense and special teams because they are a weekly thing in FanDuel for me. So, um, in terms of a cash game play, I think the only answer here is the Colts at 3,700. They're an auto pick. They will easily be the chalk in, in, you know, as in the chalk, I mean the most owned defense on this slate. Uh, and, you know, sometimes it's okay to eat the chalk. So, uh, you know, they're eight-point favorites, process over results. That's good process right there. So I'm going with the Colts at 3700 um, especially because they're so cheap. Um, but in terms of GPP plays, I'm going to give you two of them. Um, the Washington football team has been is one I've been eyeing for a while. They've added the number two overall pick, Chase Young, to their already loaded defensive line. It's full of first-round picks. Uh, Philadelphia has a bunch of injuries from Miles Sanders being out to Jalen Rager being banged up with a shoulder uh, across and across the offensive line. They have injuries as well. Uh, their starting right guard um, 
uh, Brandon Brooks, he's out for the year. They're starting left tackle. Um, Andre Dillard, he was out for the year. Um, obviously, they, they're sliding in Jason Peters to fill that spot, but I th- think he's 38 or 39 years old, something like, something along those lines. Um, and then now starting right tackle, Lane Johnson, they're unsure if he'll play. So I think that's a huge downgrade to the Philadelphia offensive line. Uh, that is in my opinion, gives the advantage to the Washington football defensive line. And yes, I know they should, we, should, we see highlights of wide receivers and quarterbacks and running backs doing all these great things, but what we fail to see all the time is the, the what's happening in the trenches, these offensive linemen and these defensive linemen. It is the most important battle in football, and games can be won and lost in the trenches. So, uh, you know, I'm picking the, uh, Indi- the Washington football team uh, to cover this five and a half point spread as the underdogs, and a lot of that has to do with this defense, which is priced at thirty four hundred on Fanduel. So they make a nice leverage play against the chalk in uh, in Indianapolis at thirty seven hundred, in my opinion. Uh, another defense special teams, if you don't want to swallow that pill and, and go with the Washington football team, is the uh, the New England Patriots. They are obviously they were obviously great last year. Uh, and yes, they had some key guys opt out, but last time I checked, Bill Belichick is still over there, so I expect them to provide a nice floor through sacks, uh, and you know they'll get a turnover too against Fitzpatrick. So at 4,600, you know it forces you to to have different lineup constructions with the $900 less that you have to work with uh, with the Indianapolis Colts. So again, giving you different roster construction, varying, uh, you know, limiting the amount of uh, you know, high the amount of players with high ownership that you might have uh, versus the field. So, um, in terms of a game that I'm targeting, my favorite game to target is easily the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Carolina Panthers. You have two offenses with some firepower going up against two defenses that weren't very good last year. The total on this game, according to FanDuel Sportsbook, is is 48 and a half now. So that's up from the 47 and a half. Uh, that I took the over on. So uh, I think points will be scored in this game uh, from both sides. And so it should be a nice back and forth. And all players in this game are, are priced down. I mean, you, like you've got Greg's uh, quarterback quarterback uh, stream of the week in this game. You've got my super sleeper quarterback stream of the week in this game and Teddy Bridgewater. Um, you've got Christian McCaffrey. You've got my running back start of the week and Josh Jacobs. Uh, you know, just you sometimes in DFS, uh, you got to tell yourself a story here. So, uh, and your lineup has to kind of match what you're thinking. Otherwise, you're just, you know, you're just throwing money away. And if you're playing for fun, um, you know, then it's fine. Set a lineup in, you know, with all the players from your favorite team or the Monday night game because you want to watch it. And if you have a couple bucks to just, you know, throw around like that, then that's cool. But if you want to actually win, uh, you've got there's got to be a thought process here. You've got to think about this. So, um, you know, have your lineup tell you a story. Right. So um, the off an offense that I'm targeting, it has to be the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they have the highest implied team total on the slate and going up against Cleveland secondary that is banged up. Um, so between Lamar, Hollywood, Mark Andrews, Mark Ingram, and even J.K. Dobbins, I think you wouldn't do wrong trying to get a piece or two of this offense into your lineup today. Um, and then my favorite stacks, uh, Josh Allen at 7,900. 
and Stefan Diggs at 6,600. Uh, obviously, I, I like Josh Allen. Uh, I obviously like Stefan Diggs this week as well. I mean, obviously, Josh Allen has the rushing upside, so you don't even have to stack him. I, I usually, um, in cash games a lot last year, I, I wouldn't stack him unless there was a, a, a really good matchup for John Brown. But in this matchup here, Stefan Diggs, 6,600, going up against this Jet secondary, uh, which should have trouble slowing him down today. Uh, you know, those two combined for only 24% of your budget. So I think, you know, that makes a ton, it makes a ton of sense uh, to build a lineup, you know, around a Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs stack. Um, another stack that I like, you know, a lot of times we hear wide receiver, uh, quarterback stack, um, you know, you could stack games, right? So like uh, one of the game stacks I've been doing a lot is, you know, Josh Jacobs uh, with, with, you know, f- from the Raiders side, but also bringing it back with Carolina players, uh, right? Because that's a game I, I really like. So uh, Josh Jacobs, then you bring it back with Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore. Um, you know, you could even go Teddy Bridgewater if you want to really overload that stack. So, um you know, but another stack that works very well is the running back and the defense, right? So um, you can stack uh, if you think that a team is going to have a good lead, you know, they're going to be running the ball. The defense maybe gets some turnovers, provides good field position. That's easy red zone opportunities for the running back. So all of these things, you know, again, tell yourself this story. So, you know, the Colts defense, they are... Um, Plus, or they're eight-point favorites here uh, going up against Jacksonville. So I think any Colts running back that you stack them with is, is worth it for you. Uh, Marlon Mack, 6,100 uh, versus or Jonathan Taylor at 5,400. Either way, at most, that's 16% of your total budget. Um, so I think that a, a Colts defense and a Colts running back stack makes a ton of sense. Um, and then another stack that I like, this is the last one I have, is Jimmy G at 7,400 going up against Arizona, along with George Kittle at 8,000 uh, also going up against Arizona as well. So that's almost 26% of your budget right there, so it's a bit pricey. But Jimmy G, he torched the Cardinals last year. Uh, they were also bad against the tight end, so with, with Kittle being his main target, uh, you know, his main target available. You got Debo Samuel out. You've got Brandon Ayuk, who's banged up. You know, Kendrick Bourne is somebody that I think, you know, Greg and I are, are, are both high on for this week. But, um, you know, I think that if you had to bet on who would lead this team in targets today, it's going to be George Kittle. Uh, that's Greg's start of the week. Jimmy G was in consideration for start of the week for me at the quarterback position. So this stack makes a ton of sense uh, as well. So, um, again, Guys, I really appreciate you guys coming on and listening to this. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Next time I will get you um, the the DraftKings content as well. Uh, Again, just didn't have time to get that done. But, um, you know, go out, win some some DFS contests. You know, start small. Maybe start with a 50-50 or a double up or, um, you know, a a low-risk head-to-head. You know, right? Just, you know, kind of get your feet wet. If you are new to FanDuel entirely, beginner contest, that's a really, really, um, you know, good way to get your feet wet. Um, You're playing against less experienced players, so you don't have to worry about uh, sharks or anything like that. So, um, yeah, I I hope you enjoyed it, and I look forward to doing uh, doing this every week. So, uh, as always, we are out. (laughs) 